0: Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to reducing your cravings once and for all with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Well, welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women manage their emotional eating without deprivation or complicated meal plans so they can show up fully in their life and their career. And hey, if you would like to support the podcast and get amazing resources that help you dive deeper into the topics I share on the show, then head on over to my Patreon site and join. As a Patreon subscriber, you get exclusive access to behind-the-scenes content, private workshops, and free digital downloads. It's a total win-win, my friends. So if you would like to become a Patreon subscriber and support the Lose Your Cravings podcast and get amazing resources, head on over to patreon.com. Backslash, forward slash, slash, lose your cravings. (laughs) Let me see. It's the question mark. Shift question mark. Wait, no, just question mark key. That one. Okay, my friends, you know what I'm talking about. Let's dive into the show. Today, I am talking about why we tend to lean towards negative things and why it is just so hard sometimes to see the positive in things. In this episode, I share with you how to overcome negativity bias. If you've never heard of negativity bias before, no worries. I'm going to get into all of that. So as humans, we tend to be affected much more by negative events than positive ones. This is called a negativity bias. As humans, we all have a negativity bias. Isn't that wonderful, right? We just like are more affected by negative things than positive things. Our negativity bias can influence really like how we feel, how we think and act, and can have some less than desirable effects on our mental and emotional health. So negativity bias refers to our tendency to choose to attend to, learn from, and use negative information for more, far more than positive information. And that is a definition by Vaish, Grossman, and Woodward. Um, I did not make that up. Those are from professionals. (laughs) Not that I'm not a professional, but... (laughs) Um, but basically negative events have more impact on us than positive ones this is why we dwell on the negative more than the positive or we find it hard to see the positive in things or we are just so judgmental of ourselves right we see the negative in ourselves and we judge ourselves right when we look at a situation we see the negative over the positive we tend to remember the negative experience or interactions with people over the positive ones and even when we experience numerous positive events or good things in one day negativity bias can cause us to focus on the one like literally one bad thing that happened that day even if there was a ton of great things that happened we focus on the one bad thing that happened Our negativity bias comes from our primitive experiences, right? This primitive brain. As humans, we were, at least thousands of years ago, exposed to life-threatening environmental threats, which we are no longer exposed to. And being more attentive to these negative threats helped us survive. So think of a bear chasing you right? You had to be hyper aware of animals that could hurt or kill you. Today, however, we are relatively safe, right? We have a roof over our head to protect us from predators. We know where our next meal is coming from. And in fact, we probably have days or weeks worth of food in our homes. (laughs) I don't know if you can hear this, but my neighbor's, he has a motorcycle and he like revs it up. He works on motorcycles and he like revs it up every so often and he just revved it up and rode by. It was wonderful. <laughs> so, um, so we have access to medical care when emergencies arise and we have comfortable clothes that keep us warm, right? We are relatively safe. Negativity bias also plays a role in child development, OK, so as a baby or child develops, the faster they learn of dangers and to stay away from them, the better their chances are of survival. So as a child and baby child developing, you want it to be aware of those negative um, or dangerous circumstances. So it basically helps children avoid potentially harmful situations. So we can see. um, I guess like one area that I notice negativity bias so much and it affecting me when I, um, when I engage in this is the news, right? We see negativity bias in the news. You turn on the TV and you watch your local news channel and 99.9% of the stories are about something negative. A car crash, a house fire, um, a criminal escape. Unemployment rising, economic woes, housing crash, financial ruin, shrinking economy, inflation, um, politicians fighting and blaming each other, um, another indictment, another impeachment, right? (laughs) And it just goes on and on. It's just like, it's just all the negative things, right? And why is there so much negativity on the news? Who can tell me this? Because we, the viewers, respond to it more than the positive. And guess what news channels want? They want high ratings. They want people to watch their news channels. So of course they are going to only focus on negative events. It makes 100% from their point of view. They are going to get more viewers Because we are, we put more attention on the negative. We're going to be more engaged in the negative stories. We're going to talk about it. We're going to share it. Right. As humans, we respond to negative, oh my gosh, negative events more intensely and with more curiosity than positive ones. And then. We think and we obsess about these negative stories. We share them with our spouse or our family or friend or on social media. And because of our negativity bias, we put more attention and thinking to these events. Now, you can probably see how this is not serving us and that this is a pretty dismal place to be. But don't worry, not all is lost. We don't, sorry, we don't, oh my gosh. I was about to cough. I needed some water. We don't have to live in a spiral of negativity bias bringing us down for the rest of our life. If you are feeling a little hopeless, don't worry. I'm going to address that now. So if our default is to go to the negative, let's say our body, we look at ourselves in the mirror and we see some cellulite on our legs and our brain goes straight to that looks at the cellulite and thinks how awful that it is and how you wish it would go away and how that there was a cure for cellulite, all that. And in this interaction, we don't see all the amazing things that is go- that are going on. Maybe you're having an amazing hair day or your outfit is on point or your skin is glowing or your digestion is great or you have a lot of energy right? You only see the negative things. And we tend to obsess about the negative things. Negativity bias is very much concerned with where we direct our attention. So by directing more of our attention towards positive events and feelings we experience, we can help balance out our negativity bias. And that requires practice. So where do we start? I have five strategies to help you focus on the positive so you can counteract your negativity bias. And remember, this is a skill we need to work on. Know that gratitude and thinking positively doesn't come naturally. So we need to build the skill of looking for the positive. So number one, I call this equal airtime. Now I love this philosophy which I first heard from life coach Brooke Castillo. And it is to give equal airtime to the negative and the positive. For example, I want to know what's going on with current events. But usually those current events that are being reported on by the news are negative. So I listen to a news podcast that's maybe 20 minutes long. And then I listen to an uplifting podcast that is you know positive maybe it's a funny story or you know about good things happening or i just listening to some upbeat music and i listen to that for about 20 minutes right that way i am staying current on the news and then i add in some positivity to equal out my negativity bias cuz if i just listen to the news i'm going to be focused on those negative things And similar to this concept is the idea that life is 50-50, which means that we aren't going to feel positive feelings all the time, that life is equal parts good and bad, easy, difficult, high, and low. And knowing this, we can accept that bad things are going to happen. We're not going to feel easy, breezy, beautiful 100% of the time, right? it's not going to be rainbows and daisies 100% of the time. When we understand that life is not all perfect, it's not all easy, that half of the time we're going to feel kind of bleh or like crap, right? Then we can understand that we are going to feel discomfort at times, but that we're also going to feel comfort at times. So don't expect your life, to be 100% perfect, and I think that when we know and accept this, we are more accepting of the negative. Okay, number two to help counteract negativity bias or balance out—let's just say balance out—counter uh, negativity bias is awareness of your thoughts. So you know me; we aren't going to get through an episode without touching on the importance of our thoughts. So start to notice your thoughts throughout the day. Notice where negative thoughts come through. Are there areas that you can start to shift them towards more positive things? Right? And now the funny thing is it pretty much just takes one thing, right? Because like once we point out one positive thing, it's like more start to pop up around us, right? Like, oh, it's a beautiful day. Like, the sun is out. Or, oh, look, my husband did the dishes. That's awesome. um Or my daughter did her chores without even asking. Cool. Right? That's amazing. So I remember I bought a new car or a new to me car that was a red Corolla. I had never noticed red Corollas before. But once I bought one and was aware of it, I started seeing red Corollas all over the place. And I realized that it was a pretty common car. It wasn't until I was aware of the car that I started to notice that specific car and color everywhere. So notice your thoughts. Can you be intentional about creating one positive thought? all it takes is one. Okay. And then the the other positive thoughts will start to like, you'll start to notice things, right? We just have to start by creating one positive thought and then other ones start to pop up. Okay. Number three, enjoying or savoring positive moments. Oftentimes we tend to gloss over positive moments or we don't give them much attention. And what I invite you to do is to savor your next positive moment. Savor that moment when you finish a workout and you feel so amazing. You accomplished a workout. You stuck through the hard part or the boring part to complete something that was a challenge for you and that you wanted to complete, right? Savor that moment. What does it feel like in your body? What are your thoughts about yourself for accomplishing the workout? How do you feel? When we start to savor positive moments, we put more emphasis on the positive and therefore start to balance out our negativity bites. Number four, gratitude list. Now, before you roll your eyes at me, hear me out, I encourage you to say one Positive thing about your day. One thing you are grateful for. And I know this can be difficult at times, especially when life is not going our way. But we can choose to stay on the negativity roller coaster, or we can choose to get off it. And all it takes is to notice one thing you're grateful for. Like I said before, once we start noticing that one thing, more things start start popping up. Okay. Now, when I know that there's there's days and times when it's really difficult to be grateful for things. And when these days come, one thing that I am always grateful for is clean running water. Right? I am grateful for clean running water. I am so grateful to have access to clean water that I can drink in my home, right? I don't have to go anywhere to get it. I don't have to walk or ride or bike or get in my car or take a bus. I can turn on the faucet in my sink, in my kitchen, and I can drink the water that comes out of that tap. That is pretty amazing, right? This is such a basic need in life, but there are people out there who don't have access to clean drinking water. They don't have it in their home. So what's one thing you are grateful for? Once you find one thing, you'll start to see more and more things that you are grateful for, and this will help to balance the negativity bias. Okay, number five. This is, I call the but clause, B-U-T, my friends. Now, I think in English class, they encourage you to not use the word but, but I want you to use it. (laughs) The, The word but tends to negate what came previously before the word but, right? So I want you to say your complaint, and then I want you to add a but clause. I overcooked the meat, and it's a little tough, but the flavor is delicious, right? I hit the longest red light on my way to work but I get to listen to more of my podcasts because it will take me longer to get to work, right? This job is stressing me out, but it's giving me the opportunity to grow as a person. I hate the cellulite on my leg, but I am grateful for my digestive system that is nourishing me and doing its thing. When I when we add a but clause or but statement on the end of a complaint, we are acknowledging the complaint, right? And then we are looking for something positive about the situation. And when we do that, it tends to negate the previous, right? The previous part of the sentence, the complaint, and our brain remembers the last thing we said, which is positive, okay? So, I want to know what strategy kind of speaks to you. Now I gave you five. We have equal airtime, awareness of your thoughts, enjoying or savoring positive moments, gratitude list, and your butt claws. <laughs> but anyways, I want to know which one speaks to you most. Which one is more most accessible to you that you would be able to put into practice to help you with negativity bias. I would love to hear from you. You can either join my Patreon or you can join my email list and you can talk to me and communicate me communicate with me in those ways. I would love to hear from you. Okay, my friends, this is all I have for you today. I hope this gave you some insight as to why it's so hard to think positive sometimes and what our negativity bias is and why it's there in the first place and that we all have it. There's nothing wrong with it, but we can do things to help balance it out. And if you like what you heard on this podcast, then I invite you to head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. This really helps us show up higher on the search results and therefore we can reach and help more people. I'd greatly appreciate it. And I would love for you to join me for my next episode where I share a strategy to help you regulate your nervous system. Okay, my friends, I will talk to you later. Bye.